Welcome to the PVN College Podcast, where our goal is to grow students in the love and knowledge of Jesus Christ. In today's episode, we're going to talk about the Instagram page known as Preachers and Sneakers. Our guests today are Zion Brown and Ricky Petro. Zion is a senior at Barry College, serves as project manager in the chaplain's office, and is also a member of the Windshape College program. Ricky works with our tech team here at PVN College and leads worship for us as well. Guys, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having us, man. Man, it's, it, is, it is our joy. Now, these are some repeat guests. So, Zion, you were on episode 11 of the podcast, The State mm-hmm. of the College Church, which feels like forever ago, yeah. in part because it was. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, Ricky, you were on, on just as important of an episode, episode 18, Why We Love the Office. Yeah, deep theology. Yeah, <laughs> fond memories. Yeah, of course. Um but today, we're actually not talking about either of those things. Um, we are talking about uh, the culture, I think, and, and a particular aspect of Christian culture, which is the Instagram page, Preachers and Sneakers. Um, now, I do want to do a brief pause. I, I thought about this a couple of uh, hours ago. Before we get into Preachers and Sneakers, so two things that people need to know. One, we've been trying to do this podcast for almost a month now. Uh, scheduling conflicts have happened, but also literal acts of God, like insurance policy <laughs> acts of God. Mm-hmm. So two weeks ago, we were going to record, and we had the tornadoes that hit um, that well went through Roman Calhoun and, and hit Noonan, and we're, we're praying for that community. But so that obviously derailed our plans then. And then Ricky, you had sort of a, a crazy happening last week, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So your a tree fell on your car. Is that right? While I was driving. <laughs> It's like it's I not say funny, a whole but tree. it's like yeah, it, it's yeah. It's funny but, now. I don't know. Yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> not funny, haha, but funny. It's definitely funny. <laughs> <laughs> funny, like wow, that's terrible. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and because it, it's why you were driving. So what? Like that's insane. Yeah. Like that's just like I nailed it. Like I can't believe that. Perfect even... timing. Just yeah, yeah. If, if is perfect the right word? There? Well, I mean, if it was like <laughs> one foot forward, it would have hit where my head was. So. My gosh, that's Good, insane. Bad timing and also great timing. Man, that's, I, that's divine providence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no kidding, no kidding, <laughs> yeah. man. Um, well, we're we're obviously praying for you and Thank hoping you. that that process will will you know work its well that the Lord will work that process out and you'll you'll be covered and. All that good stuff. Yeah, um, thank you. Because as, as we know, guys, the Lord does work in mysterious color ways. Mm. Can I say that? <laughs> yeah. I, yep. That's a segue. Yep. <laughs> 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 um, so, so, okay, we are, we're talking about the culture uh, and, and the Instagram page, Preachers and, Preachers and Sneakers. Now, before we jump in, I would be remiss if I didn't pause and let us all share what shoes we are actually sporting. And we didn't plan this. I know we didn't plan this. So I'll start, just so everyone's comfortable. Okay. I'm currently sporting uh, the Adidas Swift Run, the originals. Got these at Tilly's. Uh, probably like 60 bucks. I'm thinking. It was a little bit of a treat yourself kind of deal for me about a year ago-ish. Zion, if you don't mind, so this is personal info, but what, what sneakers, what wheels are you sporting today? Of course, man. So I'm a Vans type of guy. Yes. So I'm sporting the Vans Skates, uh, the waterproof edition. Oh. Um, but as a tornado taught me, they are... 
probably more wa- so water resistant than waterproof. <laughs> not tornado proof yeah. for sure. Not at all. Very nice, very nice. Ricky, what are you blessing us with today? Uh, just some Nike kill shots. Oh yeah, mm. yeah. Can't beat the classics, man. Can't beat the classics. So now that we've not all that aside, we're getting into preachers and sneakers. A little history of preachers and sneakers, and then I'll let you guys jump in, and then we'll get into the Q and A a little bit. So for those who maybe aren't as familiar with preachers and sneakers, this account was started by a person who has now revealed their name. Mm -hmm. That was the big thing is this guy has not revealed his name in the years that he's had the account until just recently for reasons that we'll get into. But here's, here's what I picked up from Washington Post. The account started by a guy named Ben Kirby back in 2019 when he noticed a member of Elevation Worship wearing a pair of Yeezys that were, quote, nearly worth the amount of his first month's rent. Kirby started the Instagram page as a commentary on pastors, culture, and wealth in the church. That's from the Washington Post. Um, Rick, let's start with you. Is that a fair introduction? Is that is that um, what you've come across in your research? Let's just kind of laying the groundwork here. Yeah, I think that is what Ben intended it for. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's a fair <laughs> way to say that. Yeah, Zion, your thoughts on that? Just to, just as an intro as to what is Preachers and Sneakers, is that fair? Oh, no, for sure. Um, just looking at the account and like doing my research on like how it was started, yeah, that's definitely fair to say. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. So that, that kind of is what Preachers and Sneakers is about, well, was intended to be about, slash is about, slash who knows. Now, and it's also important for us to see, too, we may, the three of us may have three very different viewpoints on this. And that, and that's what's so important about this too. And maybe the most important part of this is there can be disagreements on, I think preachers and sneakers, you know, there's primary issues in theology, secondary issues, tertiary issues. This is probably somewhere below that, mm-hmm. I would think. But at the same time, it's still an important thing to discuss. So, you know, preachers and sneakers has been taken into a lot of different directions, I think it's fair to say. Um so let's kind of look at it from both sides. So let's start with the good. Um, let's let's just kind of keep going around in the same circle. Ricky, what is um, what is good about preachers and sneakers? And not that not that it's horrible, and we're trying to find the good, but we're, we're going good and maybe some lessons to be learned. So what is the good about preachers and sneakers? What what are some lessons the church can take away from what uh, Mr. Kirby is doing with his uh, in his pilgrimage? Okay. So yeah, I mean, I think the good is, I think it's caused some people to reflect on um, maybe the responsibility of a Christian Mm. and what that looks like when you're on stage or uh, maybe what it looks like when you're not on stage and and, Mm. um, maybe responsibility and stewardship. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. No, I think, I think you're exactly right. Now, when you say the, the Christian's responsibility. I'm tracking with you. I know exactly yeah. what you're talking about. Can you just open that up a little bit? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, I, th- I think you might agree that as a uh, Christian, you have a certain responsibility to, or, or let's say this, if you are a celebrity pastor or yeah. even just any pastor, yeah. um, I think that maybe there's an even greater burden to show um, discipline mm-hmm. and, and good decision-making and stewardship, and so when you have that kind of influence, you know, I think Spider-Man, some, you know, Uncle Ben, somebody, you know, mm-hmm. you have, you know, more power, more responsibility kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I think that is definitely uh, starting that conversation in the yeah. church. Yeah. Also, shout out to the Air Jordan 1 Spider-Man edition. True, true. Right? Yeah. Um, so I think you're exactly right, Rick. And, and the two things that come to my mind, in my quiet time right now, I'm going through 1 Corinthians a little bit. Um, and it's talking about how, you know, Paul is upset because some of the Corinthian members of the church, 
I'm of Paul, I'm of Apollos, I'm of Peter. They all have, they've all created their cliques and their following. And Paul's saying, you guys have totally missed the point. They've kind of fallen into celebrity culture, which shows that it is an ancient issue. It's not just a modern day. It didn't come with the advent of the iPhone or something like that. This has always been a problem. But I also think about um, the book of James, where in James, I think it's chapter three, but where James talks about not everyone should be a teacher. And his reasoning is because teachers will be held to a higher standard. More people are watching you, whether you want that reality or not, that is the issue. And I agree with you 100%, Ricky. Zion, before we get into you answering that question in your own way, your thoughts on what we've just been talking about a little bit here? I mean, it just, I mean, to me, it just makes sense that we have, as Christians have a certain responsibility to steward our finances well. Mm. And I mean, as you got, we'll get into, I don't know if that's the best way to steward your finances, but I also have a different perspective on that as well. Yeah, 100%. So, so okay, Zion, same question. What, what's the good that's coming out of the Preachers and Sneakers Instagram page? What are some lessons the church can learn from this? I mean, personally, on a less serious note, I think it's humorous. Yeah. To, yeah. Just kind of look at these Instagram posts and see, oh, $7,000 shoes and whatnot. It's like, oh, wow, so pastors do make money. That's kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's also something to me, just having grown up in that sort of mega church environment, just something to be aware of and something that maybe your tithe money doesn't need to go to mm. a certain like place of shoes or something like that. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, it's definitely, it's definitely a conversation starter. And I think, I think there's good, I think, I think you've raised the, you know, the, the lessons the church can learn are not always just good lessons, mm-hmm. right? There's more that that can be learned. Ricky, before we get into the other side of the situation, your take on kind of what we've just been chatting about a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I have approached the whole thing as sort of lighthearted. It's not, I don't think it's super offensive to me to have the page. Um, Yeah, I think it's kind of funny. Well, and I think too, I just wrote this down as well, so you know it's important. Uh, The Almost the power that humor has, like, Humor sticks with people. Like it's very easy not to double negative or whatever, but it's very easy to kind of laugh at humor and kind of think that just because it's funny, it's obviously less important or less impactful than a serious sermon or Instagram account might be. But humor follows people, man. Humor carries with people. And it shows this Instagram page shows like and other sources like it, kind of like the Babylon Bee, I think of as well. But it shows that humor is a way to reach the masses. I mean, I think a lot of non-Christians or people who maybe don't call themselves Christians are looking into preachers and sneakers. And obviously, there are reasons for that that maybe we'll get into in a minute. But some of that, I think, is good. I don't know. Thought, I know this is a little off the cuff. Thoughts on that? No, definitely. I think I, I'm going to throw something out here. Do it. Um, I think also wearing those kind of shoes and dressing like your congregation. You know, you're thinking about certain pastors from or certain people on stage at Elevation that maybe inspired the Instagram page. They're not dressing like that, you know, in some rural town in Kansas that they're not they're dressing like the people that they're they're reaching out to, that they're yeah. ministering to. So, I do think there's good in that. And so, someone who identifies and enjoys sneaker culture or enjoys whatever they're wearing might go, oh, I thought, you know, church has always been this stuffy thing and it's so unapproachable, but there's a guy wearing Jordans or Yeezys or whatever it is. I love Jordans and Yeezys. Mm-hmm. And you, you might be a little more open to it. You know, it's funny. I The thing that I wrote in mine is, you know, 
authenticity is key to so much of our generation, Mm -hmm. millennial and Gen Z as well. And I think you're right, Rick. I think there really is kind of a new conversation that's being had. Um, I think maybe the reverse side of that would be, you know, just like a more traditional culture has positives and negatives, this more approachable culture will also, and, and that's not a bash on approachable culture. It's a commentary that all cultures have positives and negatives, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I guess the key is making it as biblically based as we mm-hmm. can, regardless of what you're wearing. And I agree, like, I'm not going to preach in the same outfit, I don't think, in Southern California as I am in Rome, Georgia, right? For for several reasons. Um, but then we get into what is right and what is wrong. So let's let's get into this this next step. Well, before I get in here, guys, I'm sorry I'm kind of tripping over myself. Maybe there's a little shoe pun in there somewhere. Zion, <laughs> your, your thoughts on kind of what... What we were just dialoguing on. Yeah. Uh, I just think of, like, what the verse says, like, be in the world, not of, like, of the world type thing. And I think it's great to, like, identify with your congregation, but it's also, like, are you trying to identify with your congregation? Are you trying to impress your congregation and mm-hmm. be... Because, like, we talk, we're talking here about celebrity pastors, like the big honchos. Yeah. Like, what about your small local Baptist pastor who doesn't spend... $5,000 on Yeezys or Adidas mm-hmm. type thing. Mm-hmm. Or can't, or what that looks like. Yeah. And yeah, what? yeah, I don't know. I was going to say, Rick, go ahead, man. Yeah, I mean, so, you know, trying to impress your congregation didn't start with cool tennis shoes in 2012. Mm-hmm. And so you have mm-hmm. a small church or a small pastor, or, you know. Uh, a small but, pastor. Yeah, a small pastor. <laughs> <laughs> like, ah. um, but Rick what if, is. you know, where do you draw the line? It's, uh-huh. it's a slippery slope because yes. it's like, well, the pastor at the church with 100 people has a $1,000 suit. Mm-hmm. It's like, does he need a $1,000 suit? What's the right. difference between right. that and Yeezys? Yeah, well, and I think it goes back a little bit to 1 Corinthians earlier and this idea that celebrity culture is not new, right? Mm-hmm. And and opulence is not new. It doesn't have to be shoes. It can be suit. It can be, you know, we, we were at a, a very, very hyper-traditional um, conference a couple years ago. Our, our leadership team at the church, very traditional, and nothing good or bad, just very traditional. And the pastor who got, who got up to preach, he, I mean, we, we commented he was dressed like a, like a 20s crime boss, you know, like mm. his suit had a suit on top of it almost, and the cufflinks and the monogram. And, and, and I'm not, and that's the key. I can't sit here and say that that's good or bad. It's just opulence and when i say opulence you know i mean i mean excessive maybe sure. but it's not excessive in that he's got these the, the newest jordans on he's excessive in a way that we might not be as quick to shame but maybe the problem is still is still in there is that i'm yeah, tripping over around so. is that can, is that can i throw a curveball out a little bit uh, please yeah so please. you know would it be more offensive or less offensive if you found out that he used the money he's being paid by the church to wear that? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. And right. so, you know, to me, I don't think there's a difference, and and I really don't think there's a difference between whether you're a celebrity pastor, or a pastor that no one knows about, or just a Christian, because all of us are using the the gifts that God gave us, and so. Just because you know someone, a celebrity pastor, was given the gift to be a great communicator, I've been given the gift to do the job that I have, and I'm being paid because of God. You know, God gave me that gift, right? And so, is the responsibility on me not to wear the nice, like nice shoes that I enjoy, right. or even stuff not about shoes? How nice of a vacation can I go on? Mm-hmm. 
when does it become unreasonable and who decides that? Yeah. And so it's very, it, there's a lot of conversation to be had, yeah. not just about shoes or not just about celebrity culture. Right. No, I think, I think you're right. And, and to me, you know, one of the examples I use with students all the time, you know, King David, let's just pause there. King David, he literally owned a country. You know what I mean? Like King David is wealthier, was wealthier than any celebrity pastor of any generation will ever see. And yet his, his opulence was never questioned. It was because, because we knew his heart, right? Mm-hmm. His heart was close to the Lord. So, so it's just one of those things in terms of who's to say, how do we say it? But at the same time, that's not a... I don't know that we can just say, and I'm not saying that you're saying this, Ricky, yeah. but I'm, we can't just say... Well, gosh, who's to know? And just and just let it all sure. wash away, Definitely. right? So, I don't, Zion, jump in here. What do you think, man? I mean, also, like the thing is, is you also have to give God your best too. And just what going back to what you were talking about with like, you may not be sneakers, but it might be a thousand dollars suit. Like, I don't know. When I go to church, I'm dressing up in a collar, like khakis, mm-hmm. my best dress shoes, because I want to give God my best. But at the same time, I don't know all it all comes back to stewarding your resources well and whatnot. Yeah, because it doesn't matter like whether this comes from tithe money or wherever it comes from. Like, mm-hmm. are you doing the correct things with your resources, and is your church being fed out of that as well? So right, I might right. be getting ahead of myself. Well, but I think I think you do hit on a good point too, though. Is we have to check the fruit, right? Like, is this pastor preaching a sermon that is not helpful? Well time will tell. You know what I mean? Is this pastor's lifestyle, is he, is he just a wealthy person who's doing the best they can for God, but his lifestyle is just different than ours? Mm. Is that what's going on? Well, time will tell, right? If there's a huge collapse in his church, that may be rooted to his poor leadership. You know, I think, I think fruit has a lot to say with it. Before we get into kind of the more controversial side of it, which we're already starting <laughs> to wade into it, other any other last kind of comments on this section before we jump into the other stuff? I don't know if anyone's about to jump in. Okay. All right. Let's jump into this other side of it. So, Zion, let's flip it around and start with you. Um, why is Preachers and Sneakers so controversial? What should the church watch out for? It's kind of the same, and you can take it two ways. You can do that. You can answer it the same, but, you know, the negativity, the, the, what, what should the church watch out for when it comes to preachers and sneakers culture? Okay, so I'm going to tell a little bit of like my story and how I grew up, and that's going to tie into that. Um, so before I went to Gwinnett Church, um, I went to this huge mega church in northeast Georgia, and um, like lights, camera action, that type of place, like which is great. I love that sort of vibe, but the thing was is that literally 100 yards next to the church is this ghetto Mm. um, where my mom and I lived for a quick minute. And it was hard to see when I got older how that was okay because Mm. the pastor is dressed up nicely and whatnot. Like he lives in this million-dollar house, things of that nature. And then you people are literally walking across the street back to their home where it's a poor area with gang violence going Mm -hmm. on. And I say all that to say is that something that the church needs to be mindful of is are you, again, are you feeding your congregation, not just with the word, but like with food, are you giving that money away? Mm -hmm. Are you actually like pouring into your community? Because if you just give them the word, the word is powerful and word is great. We all believe that. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, 
if you're not actually feeding your community and people are in need or when people are in need and they come, you're like, well, the board's on vacation, which is a real story that happened. Mm. It's like, okay, so what are we serving, God or money? Yeah, yeah. Well, and I think it goes, you know, I think back to the book of James again, you know, the the way you know that the word is really impacting your congregation is that they go, you know, we become hands and feet. The gospel moves through communities, not just through our our brains and our minds. So I didn't mean to cut you off, but yeah. that's a good point. Uh, yeah, and it's also like I'm going through Acts in my quiet time as part of um, my devotional, but the early church was not rich like as much as like I'm going to go work in a mega church post grad and like I understand that but the early church was in homes and was pretty tame Jesus followers like he said bring nothing with you mm. type thing so it's to me just looking at all of these different variables and being like okay what is the best use of my money what is the best use of my resources cuz I don't believe as a minister I'm supposed to ever really be making seven figures off of my church mhm mhm i think that's a good point and and you know so one one point that i will say one of the reasons they were so poor in acts is because christianity was illegal at the time mm-hmm. right so mm-hmm. that and that changes with constantine and when christianity becomes legal now you can have a business and be a christian mm-hmm. which to all of our points i think that makes things complicated. It muddies the waters. When Christianity is illegal, it's almost assumed that to be a Christian, you're going to be poor because you can't you can't do business with people. You can't trade at the market. But now that Christianity is legal and it's possible to have a successful business and be a believer, right? That's where it becomes problematic. So, you know, it's a good question. Ricky, before we get into your own take, your thoughts on what, what we've just been chatting through. Yeah, I- that is unfortunate because I do think that is an issue. And I think it's also an issue, you know, I, I think that's an indictment on the church in America, especially that, that, you know, that, that we have these great shows on Sunday and there could be churches that are not doing anything about their community or not helping their community or not doing anything about the places where they are. Um, I, I do think you see the opposite of that sometimes, mm-hmm. thankfully. Um, but yeah, that's definitely an issue. Yeah, no, I, I I agree. I agree. When when you sorry, you said you see the opposite of meaning that, you see churches. You could see a church come in and immediately transform their community and care yeah. and love on their community. Amen. Yeah, a hundred percent, hundred percent. So, Rick, kind of your your take as well on this. You know, preachers and sneakers. Why is it so controversial? What what are lessons we can learn maybe on the flip side of what's going on? Yeah, I think one thing, and maybe one of the worst things that it does is. Um, you just look at the comments mm-hmm. and you can see, wow, Christians love to criticize yeah. and especially love wow. to criticize other Christians. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, uh, <laughs> I think that's, I mean, I'm, I'm writing it down. So I think you're, you've hit on a really good point too. It has, I mean, and, and again, this isn't preachers and sneakers fault. It's, it's just, if anything, it's highlighting flaws in us versus mm-hmm. these pastors, but it has totally highlighted pharisaical culture how we are so it's just we we like it like we like pointing out Mm -hmm. the flaws of these people rather than or perceived flaws you know whatever you take rather than praying over these people Mm -hmm. rather than checking our own life you know like i'll i'll sit here and criticize you know pastor a on preachers and sneakers all day long but then when it comes to me guarding my own finances, I'm not as, regardless of what that looks like, the problem is I'm not as eager to do that as I am to check this sure, guy's finances. Definitely. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so no, great, great point, great point. Um, 
other stuff or is that is that you was that your big push was the pharisaical which is a great I, mean, I think point. that is it that it that hurts the church a lot yeah. when you're you know you could find humor in the posts mm-hmm. or you you know you might just be hearing about this church who could do real who is doing good works and could be uh, a positive change in your life yeah and you look at the comments for you know churches or other mm. Christians and they're just attacking each other no I, I agree I, I will say too I have been very, and I'll get to my own take in just a minute here, but I have, one of the, the errors that I have had is I have gotten so bad now about judging a pastor by his website and what his he wears mm. versus actually listening to any of his content. Like before he's even opened his mouth, I've made judgments as to watch out for this guy, watch out for that guy. Um, and I haven't even listened to the person. So that's that's one thing I would take away. Zion, kind of your thoughts on what we've been chatting through? I mean, oh, man, fair say culture. That's just, I don't know. It's to me, and like this is bigger than preachers and sneakers to mm-hmm. me because mm-hmm. us Christians, half of us are really just modern day Pharisees um, mm-hmm. who profess Christ, um, but most of us would probably be at the crucifixion, like saying, crucify him, why mm-hmm. don't you come down type thing. So that's just honestly just sad to me, especially like being through a lot of church hurt and whatnot and reflecting on that of over the years. It's just sad how we are literally worse than any uh, anyone else that comes after us. We are literally worse at criticizing our own. Yeah, no, for sure, for sure. It's, it's one of those things that we've got to be so aware of. And so I, I think for me, the big thing that, that the Preachers and Sneakers Instagram account, I, and that's the thing too, it hasn't, I don't think it's really created anything. It's just revealed what's already been going on, yeah. in my opinion. There is a massive... So here, here's what I'll say. One of the things that I do have issue with, not with preachers and sneakers, but sometimes with celebrity pastor lifestyle is, to me, as a pastor, as a Bible teacher, sometimes I think a lot of these pastors coincide with sermons that I would not agree with, that I would not approve of. But the issue with that is, I'll show you a a small town pastor in a suit who's preaching the same sermon that's also not helpful, right? I don't think we can judge it just by that. But for me, there's a massive lack of discernment in the church. Mm. Too many people are flocking to, and there always has been and there always will be, unfortunately, too many people are flocking to pastors who don't teach biblical doctrine. Um, and, and so for me, like, pastors, I feel like we have to be so, so careful when it comes to leading. We have, James is clear, we have burdens put on us that are not put on other people. And that's not a superiority thing. If anything, it's, it's something we should be, be very wary of. But we just have to be so careful about our lifestyle. And, and as all Christians we do, but especially as we continue to become older and more people look up to us, we have to be careful of that. So that leads kind of into our last question as we wrap up here. Ricky, what, what role do what role do clothes and and lifestyle choices play in the life of a church in the, in the life of a Christian? Hmm. I I think you know, I think what dressing like I already mentioned, but like dressing um like the tr- people you're trying to reach, I think goes a long yeah. way. Yeah. I think, you know, if, you, if I, when I was a kid or when I was a new believer 
and you know, I want to, I'm, I dress a certain way. I like certain things. And then, you know, someone comes to me and they're wearing what looks like two suits. I'm like, what mm-hmm. is this, this guy? How am I going to relate to this guy? Well, he mm-hmm. doesn't, I, I can't relate to this guy at all. So I think it, it can play an important role mm-hmm. um, for reaching the lost and, and connecting with the people you're trying to connect with. Yeah. Um, but obviously it could also, um, it could steer people away. So yeah. it, it's tough. It's a tough balance. No, you're right. What we wear, regardless of our take, what we wear absolutely sends a message. It just does. Mm-hmm. And that and that message <laughs> that message will be interpreted differently by different people based on their upbringing and and which is why personal relationships I think are so important. You know, wow, I guess skinny jeans aren't so bad after all. This guy's pretty awesome. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that's that's where personal relationships come into play. Zion, you, same question. What role do clothes and lifestyle choices have on the believer and then the church? I just feel like to me just Wearing jeans and a t-shirt and whatnot is the most relatable thing that you can do mm. rather than either the extreme suits on a Sunday or the low extreme, uh, other extreme $5,000 shoes. Like mm-hmm. if you are able to find that nice middle balance, which I just think as Christians, we're really good at. We love the extremes yeah. of every situation. Mm-hmm. If we can do that, we can reach far many more people because you can go to any church setting mm. in simple, modern clothes and be able to reach a ton of people there, if not everybody. Yeah, yeah. John Piper has a great um, a great quote. He calls it undistracting attractiveness, mm-hmm. and I like that. Un- not, not just his point is, don't be afraid to look good, but undistracting. Don't let that be the point of of what's going on. So, um, Ricky, kind of closing thoughts, closing comments. Yeah, I th- I think. You know, and I, I had some notes in here, so I was going to throw this in at some point. Yeah. It, uh, but, I, you know, the Bible says, was uh, it blessed are the feet? So, we've, you know, you got to keep them, you got to keep them fresh. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah. So, oh, that's I, so good. But I think, you know, I think it started some good conversations. I think, yes. you know, it's going to do some good. It's done some bad. Uh, but I think if we can focus on making sure that, you know, it's important to remember that I don't think God doesn't want us to have money. He just mm-hmm. doesn't want the mm-hmm. money to have us. That's right. And That's so keep that in the focus. So well said, Rick. So well said. Zion, same thing. Any kind of closing thoughts? Man, I'm excited to read Ben Kirby's new book that's coming out. Yes. Um, Perfect. I'm just, I don't know, man. Hopefully. Dude, you keyed, you keyed it up so well. So that's the thing that the listeners need to understand. And we will link this in the podcast. So, you know, Instagram can only do so much. It was never designed to send the whole message. And books are helpful in that. Books can send, can help send even more of a message to us, and, and it gives us more chance to marinate and, and really see what this guy is thinking. So Ben Kirby released his name because he is, in part because he is releasing a book about this. It's called Preachers and Sneakers, Authenticity in an Age of For-Profit Faith and Wannabe Celebrities. That's coming out April 27th. It's on Amazon. You can buy it, but it's also on Audible if you're more of an audiobook kind of guy or girl, right? Um, but we will link that in the podcast below. So, man, what a great discussion. We could keep going. This, it's just so nice to have you guys on. Thanks for being with us today. Thank you. Thank you. For more information on this topic, message us on Instagram at PVN College. Listen to the PVN College podcast through Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. Watch this podcast on Instagram TV at PVM College or on our YouTube page, Pleasant Valley North. We love you guys, and we'll see you next time.